brothers, sisters. The oncoming dawn approaches, and we, the children of that oncoming dawn, must be ready to open our arms to what is about to happen. I know we've talked about it a lot. I know it's something that we've all dreamed about, but I'm here to tell you it is happening. We received our first sign merely nights ago, and it was glorious. And it was just a taste of what is to come. And I want to thank personally Miss Mabel everything she's done since joining our group a few weeks ago. I don't think any of this would have been possible without her. I want to know that you all are ready for what's about to happen. I want to know that you all are going to stand side by side with me and him when it's time because there is far far too many shadows in this world right now far too much darkness and we need to get rid of it we need to cast it out much like dawn cast out the night when it rises we need to be that rising dawn that is why we were all chosen that is why we are all here we know and we've seen it and we live it right now look around you look around at everything that this church has done look at the compound all of this has been made possible because of him and I know you see it and I know you feel it because I know it and I see it and I feel it too and at this point all I can say is just patience just have a little bit of patience Because in two days, that dawn's going to (laughs) rise. That dawn is going to rise. And we are going to walk alongside of him. And we are going to see exactly what this new world is going to be. And we are going to be shepherds for that new world. We're not going to turn folks away. We are not going to... Rub it in their face that we were right. No, 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 no. We're going to help them. We're going to help them understand what they're going through. And we're going to provide answers and comfort to them. Because that's what he would want. Folks. I know it's hard to believe. But we are staring at the future boy oh boy does it look bright time for mission three y'all we're getting into it Woo! Whoop, whoop. Uh-uh. we are all gathered around here on the table we're gonna 
do a little bit here. We're going to jump into our last arc of this Delta Green thing that I'm running. Um, this incarnation? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I'll run more Delta Green or somebody else will. We'll get there. I'm not worried about it all. This isn't, this isn't the last time, but it will be the last for all these characters. Content uh, is something we're not running dry on. That's true. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> um, how's everyone doing? It's been a little bit since we've seen each other. Yeah. I I R L. Um, but a smidge. <clears throat> doing good, but dying in this heat wave. Yeah, it's like ninety degrees, ninety six degrees. <laughs> well, I don't really want to complain because I talk to people from like Arizona and Texas regularly, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it was one twelve yeah. today, so well, it was cooler." Yeah, I mean, when I picked up my kids there, it was one hundred sixteen the entire time. They know what they were getting into. Right. Yeah. I was say that they're, doesn't diminish your suffering. They also have <laughs> AC, which. Ninety yeah. percent of houses here don't. Yeah, isn't yeah. it like supposed to be standard in Arizona? Yeah, like, yeah. it needs to be. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Their your brain is just pickled. You live down there. Right. You know, you know, That's why they it. don't move. They don't have the good sense to get out. <laughs> yeah, I would not be able to to do that. I have a condition called being a redhead. Yeah, I yeah. can't do the sun. You know? But yeah. yeah, we don't have any. I mean, I I have a like a portable AC unit. So the one. Mm-hmm. Room in my house is where I spend all my time, and it's amazing in there. But so, do you just like carry yeah. it around with you, like just put it on a leash and it's not drag that it portable, Chris? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's heavy yeah. duty. Is it a uh, your bedroom? Uh, no, it's oh. where I um, smoke weed. <laughs> yeah, the the trick smoke I've learned is uh, close my bedroom door and leave it running all day. So by the time I get home, like at least one room. There you go. Even though it's not super powerful, it's running all yeah. day. It'll Keeps it nice. There you go. Yeah, I have we, my records in there, so I do need to like keep it on all day now these days. But yeah, yeah. Now we have we have an AC unit in our bedroom that like covers our room and the kids, mm. and then we have the heat pump upstairs. Hmm. But we're not there. We're downstairs in my basement. Mm-hmm. It's, where it's, it's not terrible. It's pretty nice. No, it's yeah. actually yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you had the windows blocked all day? Oh, I did. I had the fan I going it, a little bit, trying to get hot air out of here. I thought about turning on the fan here, but then we could hear it. So. Yeah. We're all suffering, suffering together for this art. Yeah. <laughs> Cody and I did get AC in our house, but you can still hear it uh, through the sound yeah. micro- microphones, not microwaves. I don't know why I went there. Microwaves. Um, <laughs> you can hear it through the microwave, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it doesn't really make a difference because it wouldn't be able to be on. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. Uh, are y'all ready for this? Should we jump in? Sure thing. Okay. Um, I think we are going to start... With our three agents. So, Jake, would you mind heading outside for a little bit? We open up. Uh, We can go with kind of the um, standard, like, star wipe. I don't know. Uh, we open up on the sound of water lapping against a dock. The sky above is cloudy and gray as a light rain falls. In the bottom left corner, we see the words Aberdeen, Washington kind of appear as if we were in a Russo Brothers movie. Nice. And then fade out. Uh, a faded sign reads, Hoquiam Marina. The white is chipping away from uh, this once beautiful sign. Uh, and the sign is actually a reminder of the hardships that has fallen upon the small communities along the Washington coast. For those who don't know, the uh, Aberdeen-Hoquiam area used to be pretty thriving with paper mills, 
and exporting stuff like that. And then once all those jobs went away, it's now a refuse of abandoned houses and meth. Yes. Um, like straight up, we went there this last week and we went camping out at Grayland State Park and we drove through Aberdeen and the mall that they had a mall and it is only open. There's one little section open. That's like an arcade now, but you can look out into this mall and it's just like, peak 90s ball all gated wow. off and like nothing's open there oh everything's boarded gosh. up it's very sad i thought That's netflix bought all of those sad. yeah <laughs> uh the marina is lined with boats of various sizes and uses and you are looking for spot 32 that's the only only information that you were all given to start your mission are we are we together or we are just I think you all have arrived and maybe you're standing around eyeing each other. You all arrived in this parking lot. Um, I don't know how you were summoned here. I was gonna either let you decide how you wanted to be summoned or we could um, what time of year is it? It is November 2019. Hmm. The precise date is November 11th. 11th. I think uh, my character received an invitation. Okay. For a, um, I don't think symposium is the right word, but uh, some kind of academic a conference. Academic conference. Okay. But it was clearly that it's a ruse. So it's, it's a code used before. Right. And luckily, right now he at this time of year, this quarter, he's not teaching a class. He's a uh, doing research so he has a okay. perfect excuse to just what does he what does your country. new character look like um i said it in the uh the little setup episode yeah. but then i could not shake it out of my head he's he just egon spangler <laughs> just kind of like just looks basically like egon if kind of cleaned up a little okay. bit not as not as ratty and weird but he he's... also carries a cane okay all and, right and walks with a, a slight limp He's forever going to look like Jeffrey Combs from The Frighteners in my head. And it's never going to not be there. All right, I'm going to look that oh, up real quick. I love that so much. I knew you'd get that. Oh. I appreciate that. I've seen The Frighteners, but I don't I don't know Jeffrey Combs. He's the FBI agent that's chasing Michael J. Fox. Yeah, he was like wearing the, the lead plate guy. chest. Yeah. yeah, he was creepy. Oh, he's so good at being creepy. I got a chance to tell him that I was creepy to his face, and he was like, oh, thank you. Jeffrey Combs is a rad dude. He's amazing. He's, I mean, he's, oh, also, this guy. he's also been in a ton of, like, ultra horror movies. Yeah. Like, he deserves Beyond, cred. Reanimator. Yeah. Just to name a few. But that's, yeah. He's so well, cool. You can keep that in your head. I will. No, Egon Spangler. I, yeah. I will I will respect your wishes. I would go with it, except my charisma is too high to be that guy. <laughs> he looks too <laughs> creepy. Yeah, he looks very creepy. So creepy. Um, okay. And so, do you guys think you all, like, arrive one by one? Or do you all... I, I don't think... I think you all would arrive one by one. I should yeah, just no, I... Um, if this is where the if they told me to come, I'm gonna roll to see who goes first, who gets right. here first. So one, two is Tyler, uh, three, four is Misha, five, six is Cody. Okay, Agent Agnes Mm-mm. arrives first. Punctual as fuck. It's been two months <laughs> since we've seen Agent Agnes. Has much changed in her appearance? Is she still how is she carrying herself this day? What's she showing up? Is she is she business casual or is she like hoodie and, and jeans? Uh, well, so she's not, like, actively hiding from the sheriff anymore, so I don't think she'd be, like, as incognito. But I also think since she, beha- because she was staying at Acid Reflexes, would she be driving his car as well? 
We could say she has a Jeep. Yeah, why yeah, not? Okay. Uh, so she'd probably just go you know, show up in the Jeep. Um, she's probably wearing, like, uh, you know, well-fitting jeans. Nothing, like, skin tight, but like, something she can, you know, run in. She's probably wearing, like, Converse sneakers. Something comfortable, but, you know, she can run and probably a leather jacket because I feel like she's really cool in that way and uh, like ponytail so just super simple ready to get to work nice. nothing too flashy I like it yeah it would be uh, it'd be a long drive for you yeah it would be probably nine hours of driving well, I'm glad that the Jeep has really more, excellent gas mileage if you're coming from Idaho yep that's where that's at least from. an eight hour six to eight hour drive into Washington to mm-hmm. Seattle and then from Seattle it's a three hour drive to where we're at so. it's better than West Virginia yeah, you know what? She could have stopped somewhere. Could have gotten a hotel <laughs> over the night. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you arrive, Agent Agnes. You are walking along. You pull into this marina. Not a whole lot of cars. Uh, maybe like two or three other cars in there mm-hmm. in this this small tiny parking lot. Uh, and you get out and you're kind of walking the dock looking for lot thirty two, and you notice that none of these that you can tell have. A number on them. Okay. Um, there are a couple people outside. Like a couple people getting their sh- boats ready for like sailing. Um, there's an attendant as well that you could talk to if you wanted to. Which one do you reach out to? Uh, it's so there's an like is because I know like some of these dogs they have like itineraries at the beginning of the dog well, itineraries like uh, you know slot numbers like which which slot is designated to which. Yeah. Person that rented it out. Does it have one of those? Oh, let's take a, let's roll a luck. See if you're in luck. Let me see here. I only know that because I watch a lot of boat movies for some reason. Okay, there you go. I don't. So, uh, this one does not. Does you not. don't see anything. There. Okay, so it's a lower end kind yeah. of dock. It's Oak Wheel. Uh, I'd probably talk to the person in charge because she does not trust any uh, anyone. So the person okay. in charge might know a little more, but gotcha. she's still um, on edge. So you kind of walk into the, I guess, general, like, I don't say general store, but like kind of the office area. Office area. Uh, there's a woman there who's like, looks to be probably in like her late 60s. She's got like red and white hair kind of peppering in, a little bit of jowls hanging down, mm. uh, thick glasses for reading. Mm. Uh, and she, look, if you, you know, ask her where she's at, she's like, yeah, 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 let me get you a map here. And you see she <laughs> gets a map draws a circle on the spot and kind of like, all right, you're right here, so you're going to go down a little bit to the left and you know, gives you directions to the spot. Great. Um, you follow said directions and you get to a houseboat. Aww. A decent-sized houseboat. Um, and you get up there and you don't see anybody. No, no, no. one. You try the door. What do you want to do here? Uh, let's see. I'm going to uh, kind of do a search roll, see if sure. there's anything on the outside yeah, of the boat that I can utilize. Give me that roll. Uh, 53. Under 62. Perfect. Um, yeah, you kind of walk around and you know, like all the blinds are drawn here. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get to the back, you notice that one of the doors is like slightly propped open. Yeah, she's going to check that. Okay. You walk in. Uh, don't see anybody. But there is a laptop sitting on a desk, like on a coffee table. Awesome. Uh, and if you approach it, it says, wait till all three are here. Mm. So you just chill there? Uh, well, I guess a uh, follow-up question. How did she get summoned here? Or do we know that? How do you think she got summoned here? I have an idea, but I was going to let you let you go first. Well, I mean, I didn't know how 
um, how you wanted to go about it, so I didn't want to like openly say it. <laughs> no, I had an idea that uh, my idea was actually that like West showed up personally, sure, yeah, and was like, "Hey, like I think we got a lead." Blah 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 blah, and sent you on your way. Sure. So. Um, okay, so if Agnes has to wait for the other three according to the laptop, she's a very by-the-rules kind of person. She'll probably take the rest of the time to look inside of the houseboat to see if okay. there's anything. No, nope. just Nothing? your tip. You know, all the all the stuff in the cupboards are bare. Uh, there's a bed that's got some bedding on it, but nothing. Nothing. You know, nothing. She'd probably just sit down at the table where the laptop is and just kind of, okay. like, put her feet up on the other chair and just kind of, like, try to doze off even though she knows she won't. I like it. <laughs> uh, next up, we to arrive is Tyler's agent. Tyler, what's your new agent's name? Uh, his real name or his agent no, his, name? No, his code name. I don't, uh, I don't, you don't have, I'm not going to ask real names. You can, I'm, not giving, I'm not blowing up your spot. <laughs> uh, agent Essex. Essex. Ooh, damn. Like the county? Like uh, an X Men joke. Aww, I just watch X Men too. Well, okay. all of them for some reason. I don't know. It was Evan Peters. I did it for Evan Peters. <laughs> Is that a good place, Beast? No, he's uh. No, that's Nicholas Silver. Holt. Uh, oh, okay, so gotcha. Those oh. scenes are fantastic. Oh, not bad. Uh, okay, Agent Essex, uh, you get there, mm-hmm. and same thing. You arrive. You see a jeep. Uh, some other cars in the 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 parking lot oh, here. Looking for lot thirty two. Lot thirty two. Um. Well, then I guess he would pull into his rented car. Okay. Looking quick. Look. Don't don't see any big obvious numbers. No. Okay. You park right in the middle. Okay. And then get out. Is there anybody right around him? Yeah, we'll say there's a couple guys there. Uh, he just kind of get out, grab his cane, kind of start walking around. He he doesn't limp like. He needs that to walk, like he with it'll hurt, and he can walk like normal. But he just uses it out of convenience. Yeah, gotcha. so kind of like casually strolls by him, just says, "Hey, uh, excuse me, excuse me," and I just like, "Yeah, yeah, what, what's uh, what's going on?" I'm looking for lot thirty two, uh, and they're like, "Well, we're we're forty five, so and they like kind of point you one direction, like go down uh, eleven that way." Or twelve oh, that way, or thirteen, whatever it is. Perfect. Whatever Thank the num- whatever the math is there. Yeah, I, I got it. Thanks a lot, man. Cool. And then he just boop, 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 okay. heads on over that way, and you arrive at a houseboat. Uh, we'll say that we didn't. We'll describe it a little better. It's a red houseboat. Okay. The name on the side is the. Let's go with the. The boathouse. Uh, the boathouse. <laughs> Are you actually gonna call it the boathouse? No. Oh. Not good. <laughs> uh, Let's call it the Flying Dutchman because I think it'd be hilarious to have a boat named after. Are you like, going a ghost to? Boat. Is it called the yeah. Flying Dutchman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He notices that and kind of shivers a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just thinks bad luck. Um, True. He'll uh, go go down the pier to it and look. Okay. Is there um, you know, there, there's there what is the way down like? Uh, I mean, there's a tugboat next to it. There's a fishing boat. There's somebody's kind of like fancier well, yacht. I mean, not uh, like not like a big yacht, but I'm wondering like it. Well, you can, arrive, he, can, he, can he easily step onto yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like, yeah, there's a little railing that leads a, into the I front. Need, I don't need to go down like no, a ladder or anything. No. Okay, cool. I think everything here is just kind of like equal. Like, Okay, got yeah. it. Well, you need to step onto the boat. Okay. And uh, look at there's like a door or something. There's a door directly ahead he'll, of you. He'll kind of uh, poke his head in, tap his cane against the okay. the door jam. So, hello? Agnes, you hear this inside. What do you do? She, she'll go over to the door, but okay. have like a hand on her revolver. Okay, and and she'll just probably call out, um, "Who sent you?" Um, 
Well, I was I was invited to come here. And uh Hmm. Like if I, what, what do you look like? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, what are you wearing? I like a leather jacket and jeans and Converse, so okay, pretty incognito. Be like, I have a feeling I'm probably here for the same reason you are. Oh. And he takes a look around the the room. So, anybody here? Uh, she's gonna. I, I'm, can I roll a human just to see if he's sure. like? Okay. Yeah. She's pretty on edge because everyone oh. died a couple months ago. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to pull a no, Duffy no, on you. Fine. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, 46 under 82. Yeah, you so see she believes. murder him. in his eyes and the gun on his head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she believes him. She, Shoot you uh, in the face. She like, opens the door all yeah, the way. The second you pull your gun down, he whips. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she like instantly takes her hand off her revolver, opens the door all the way, and just goes and sits back down at okay. the, like, where the uh, laptop was. Nice to meet you. Um, call me Essex, I guess. And you you just like sit down away from the laptop. Yeah, just like at, at the table where the laptop is. It's like one of those booth seats, right? Uh, yeah, there's like a chair or like a little ta- like a couch. Yeah, yeah, a chair. So she just kind of like looks at you, sits back down, and she's just like Agent Agnes. Agnes, nice to meet you. So, uh, do you know what's supposed to happen here? What's going on? Do we ever know? It's never written uh, out. I don't have a lot of experience, but I, I'll take your word for it. Oh, how many have you done? Oh, a couple. One yeah. or two. Well. I've been involved a little bit. Yeah. You? Oh, too many. <laughs> ah, okay. Well, maybe answer. you can... T- Maybe you can tell me about that later. I'd be very interested to know. Yeah. We'll see if we'll make it. <laughs> we cut away from That's that scene. <laughs> and we see another car arriving into this complex. Uh, Cody, you got a name for your agent? Yeah. What you got? Agent Drano. Drano. I love it. <laughs> okay. It's <That's> amazing. <laughs> oh. right. Agent Drano. Yep. That's amazing. <laughs> So Agent Drano pulls into the parking lot here. Did he drive his own personal car, or did he get to rent a car? Uh, No, yeah, it's his personal car. Okay. It's a nice family van. Nice. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, family van. <laughs> <laughs> is there any, like, stick figures on the side? Uh, Yeah, yeah, there's definitely. Oh, my God. Fuck, yes. <laughs> so we see. Two dogs and a cat on there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we see Agent Drano get out. Do you have a description for him yet? What are you thinking of, uh. Yeah, he's he's just he's very very uh, you, you, you he's not li- like you wouldn't he blend into a crowd. He's just an average person, brown hair. He's heavier set. He's kind of he you get he got that look that he he just has he's been a plumber in his life because he has. Okay. And uh, he's, he's 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 got a tight belt and he's muffining just a little bit, you know, but he he's not trying to hide it. He just he just he's just a working man just walking it out. I love and, it. Uh, like yeah. Jason Siegel. I'm going to put it right here. Jason Siegel type. You, you you will forget what Jason Siegel looks like. Part of me wanted, like, you're the Anne of this group from Arrested Development. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, okay. Much it. Um, so, how do you get to the boat? Do you, what, who do you ask for help? Uh, well, I was actually last to arrive because I got distracted because I wanted to take a little bit of samples uh, from the nearby water. I just, okay. I was just wanting, you know, I, just, I got out there and my, my, I got a little wet on my jeans. Because uh, I was kind of cl- too close to the water getting the samples. Uh, I just wanted to just, like, get some water, get some some seashells. Nice. Yeah, a little okay. bit of sand, you know? I like it. So we'll say that, yeah, you find a way over to this area. Um, knock on the door. The others let you in. 
interrogate you probably a little bit. Um, <laughs> who are you? <laughs> Guns drawn, <laughs> shots fired. Get on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like the note said, once all three arrive, press like there's a little thing that says like press play, and you so, like if you touch the screen, like touch the pad on the laptop, it opens up and there is a video kind of primed. If y'all want to get comfy on the couch here, we'll sit and watch the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a little wet. I'll, I'll just stand for now. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, let's angle it. You do the them. thing where you put your hands in your belt and yeah, you just yeah. like rest them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. In the in the belt loops or the the jean loops. Yeah. So you guys hit play and you see a picture come up on the screen. You see a man who looks uh, probably in his like early sixties. With black hair, um, decent tan lines on his face, um, and almost like European descent would probably be the nice way to describe it. I'll show you a photo of what he looks like here. Okay. Just a kind of average sort of dude. Average sort of guy. Very lush hair. He's got a lot of hair, uh, clean shaven. He's got that kind of thing where his uh, the lines coming off of his nose around his mouth are pretty pronounced. Mm -hmm. So Anime type. Uh, yeah, sure. all the anime I watch, I know that for sure. Uh, and you hear a voice kind of muffled come out and say, Good morning, agents. Please report in. Give your code names. And there's a pause. Oh, is this, is this live? Um, S6. Is this live? It's like a video. It's like a pre-planned video, I don't though. I know. Yeah, I don't have any text stuff, so I can't check. So she's like, she's skeptical, but she'll be like, Adrian Agnes. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, Drano, yeah, first time. Uh, first, yeah. <laughs> this is really crazy. Uh, is this, how does this work? And there's probably a good like. Is there a webcam? And he like waves his hand. <laughs> there's probably like a good like 15 seconds of silence. Like, excellent. Glad to have you here. <laughs> Uh, the man you oh, see. Oh, this is like one of those answering machine joke things. <laughs> he just waited for us. <laughs> Uh, you see, it's like the man you see in front of you is Marshall Branham. Um, and you see, like, you know, a little, little text appears. Branham? Branham. Like B R A N A M? B R A N H A M. Branham. Okay. Fancy. Uh, oh, I keep doing that. That's okay. Let's say uh, they're like, Mr. Branham is the pastor of a local church, we'll call it, in Ocean Shores, Washington. They call themselves the Children of the Oncoming Dawn. Oh, yeah, that's Oh, false. that's not good. And you are being sent in as agents under the... I'm going to probably redo this part once I find what I was here. One sec. Okay. Uh, you are being sent in under the guise of DHS agents to investigate the church itself and determine what they're doing in the area. As an added wrinkle to this, we believe that a former member of... or Sorry. We also believe that a former target from a previous mission might have joined them recently. If you come in contact with a Marissa Crest, you are to eliminate her without prejudice. Oh, it's a... Unsavory. There's another woman traveling with her named Sharon. Uh, i trying to remember her last name, so give me a sec here. Now I can try to find it, too. There's so many notes from last time. Sharon. Oh. 
I just put Sharon Owens Brudu. <laughs> yeah, I believe That's I No, I gave her last name. I just gotta find it. Uh, okay. Westfield. Yes. If you were to find a Sharon Westfield as well, you are to eliminate her. Now, when you say eliminate, do you mean kill? And I'm waiting to see, like... Oh, gosh. Does, does the voice respond? It does not respond. Okay. <laughs> Um, oh, it must not be live. Okay. Yeah. And they kind of, there's like, um, like, it, yeah, they show you the picture. They they basically say that they're like, we provided you with DHA, DHS uh, badges. You will find them. And they give you like a, like underneath the sink in an envelope tucked away underneath the mat. There's also a photo and background information on Marshall as well that you want to study and understand. Uh, okay. they like. There's also a green box that might pr- prove Woo. to have some information for you. It is located at, and they read you off an address, uh, and they tell you it's the Hoquiam Storage Depot, and they give you the address for it. Is that is that a uh, where we around where you are now, or more towards Ocean Shores? It's where you are now. Okay. Um, so if we're going to go to Ocean Shores, we got to plan ahead. Yeah, exactly. Well, even that's closer than the uh, Ellensburg and Yakima <laughs> that we did like eight times. Yeah, Ocean Shore is only like half hour away yeah. at this point. Um, and so, yeah, they're like, you were expected, uh, or yeah, they're just, they kind of tell you, uh, he's like, yo, to recap, your mission, discover what the children of the oncoming dawn are up to, find and neutralize Marissa and Sharon, contain any loose ends that might come up while you're there. He's like, uh, he's like, police do not know you're coming. Uh, there's a small police force in the ocean shores. Um, so do your best to stay under their radar. We have provided you with, you know, not the flimsiest of flimsy when it comes to these badges. If anybody does too much digging, they're going to find out they're fake. So be smart. Don't tell people who you are. Do your best to, well... Keep the cops on. Keep them guessing if they do talk to you or find out you're there. Got it. Oh, that's reassuring. Have either of you two done this sort of thing before? Uh, Agnes is just going to nod and wait till the video is like completely complete before. Yeah, you see it kind of like drags on just like the lasting shot of this guy and then it ends. Yeah. Did you and say. It ends up like showing like the uh, like ocean shores. Like they, um, they show you. I think they, I don't know if they list you, like maybe they've made hotel reservations uh, there, like they've made them under your names for the, um, I'm trying to remember what the name of the, one of the places, like the best western in Ocean Shores. Shilohin. You do Shilohin? Sure, yeah. let's do it. There's a lot of those around. There is. Um, did you say that there was a file with information? Under the sink in an envelope? Yeah, under that's the okay. Mat? Yep. And then... uh, I want to go for that immediately. Cool. If you go in there and you start looking, you open it up and you pull out a manila envelope. And as you open this vanilla envelope, three badges fall out for DHS investigators. Um, huh, look at that. I will let you choose what your investigation name is going to be. So uh, it doesn't have to be Agnes. If you you can have it be Agent Agnes if you want, or if you want it to be you know like Willow Stratosphere. <laughs> if you want to be Willow Stratosphere, sure, yeah. go for it. If you want it to be like Rebecca Hamilton, done. You know, Brian Wilcox, done. Um, Agnes will probably Brandon see if Dunst, done. If there's anything else on the laptop, like in the in the trash, in the it's all locked down. All locked down. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, All right. So. I'll think of a good name on the way. Okay, yeah. So just think of that as you guys. Uh, and as you kind of open up this um, dossier on Mr. Branham, you find out, yes, he is age 63. His occupation is that he is a pastor. Um, he moved to Ocean Shores roughly five or six years ago and started... Um, they actually bought up a former church for the latter, uh, well, uh, Latter Day Saints Church. Yeah, Latter Day Saints Church. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, and they, that is their main church that they um, preach out of. They've also bought up the former um, air or airport that is uh, along a road, and they're like, there's photos of it, and they've it's a big the airport. The airport itself is a small regional airport, like. It's not big, hmm. but it's like chain link fenced around it and everything. And they've essentially bought that land and they've started building houses and other items on that area. So they have like their own little fenced in commune uh, in a sense. You said that was just like near the airport or what did you say? About they that? bought the former airport. Oh, they gotcha. bought the land. So I'm, I'm like pulling this out, like reading it quickly and like. I mean, if this is like a small sheet on like the guy, I'm like scanning. It's it. a couple pages, yeah. Well, then like kind of scan it, throw it on the table for these two to read. Okay. Any pictures is kind of the same. He's like, yeah, you see him okay. with his. He's got a. Yeah. He's got a family. He's got a wife. Uh, her name is. Here, uh, her name is Deborah Branham. Do they have any kids? They do. Uh, there is young. William Branham. It's definitely a cult name. <laughs> and there is also... <laughs> Sorry, all the Williams out there. <laughs> uh, Marshall Branham Jr. So There's a second son? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so those are the... Second the son. The, the cult that the sons start. <laughs> <laughs> so that is what you find. Um, at the As you kind of like dig through... The best guess is that there's probably like 40 to 45 members of this church right now. Um, and so... I was just going to ask if there's anything about the church itself or uh, any beliefs. Like, uh, is, there, is there anything in this dossier that can tell me why they want us to come out here and investigate Yeah, this? so it kind of goes through that they have... Um, they're kind of a doomsday cult. They believe that there is something beyond the stars that is that they are the right, like basically coming here and making them the rightful heirs of this world. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. lizard king um, material. They don't go through necessarily like what the what it is like. That's what the oncoming dawn is. It's mm. this nebulous idea that something huh. is coming here and that they, as the children of it, will reap the benefits once it arrives. Gotcha. Lizard king. I'm scanning through this and I kind of see that. Like, oh, Doomsday Cult. Hell, uh, all the way out here? Well, huh. Give me a. I guess that's why they invited me. Give me a search me. roll. Search? You. Yeah. Search. That's pretty good. 71. No, actually, no, sorry. 17 under oh, 80. Nice. As you're looking through these photos, um, something sticks out to you as you're going through them. Um, maybe something to do with the, you know, like your background. Mm-hmm. You notice almost in like every photos of the compound, there's at least two cats in every photo. 
At least two, or there are two at cats. least two cats in every photo. Huh? I think I think when I notice that, I'm like, wait a second, and kind of go over to the table and grab <laughs> grab something out of one of your hands if you got one. It's like a picture of maybe like the airport or something. Like, scan it. Hey, look through there. It's cats in all these pictures, right? I'm not crazy. No, that, that's a lot of cats. Yeah. As weird. you guys look this at them, weird. you absolutely notice like every photo has at least two cats. They in like it. their cats, huh? I mean, I like cats huh. myself. <laughs> Are they that all different cats? All different types of cats, yeah. All d- different kinds. Okay. Yeah. Is there a, do you guys know, is there a, a cat problem out here? I'm not familiar with the area. I'm from. There's a deer New problem. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, right. there's, there's a real life. There is a yeah. deer problème. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And I'll, I mean, there's some bears. My, oh, yeah. My parents have a. Um, a camera out front mm-hmm. of their house, the motion camera, and it's like once a week they're like the bears come by again. Yeah, it's like oh shit. Yeah, I remember when we were camping there one time. Uh, I opened like the screen door to look out, and there was like a black bear just waddling across our property. And then I like for somehow I like I think I opened the door to like like yell at it to run it off, and our dog ran after it. Oh, and so like I go chasing down the road to get my dog so it doesn't get eaten. I'm like in my underwear. And I'm like 12 years old, like grabbing this cocker spaniel to drag it back before this bear comes after us. Like, Jesus, wow, it was dumb. Superman. I hate that dog. Uh, so, um, are there photos of Marissa Cress and Sharon Westman? Not that you see, no. Okay. No. Um, huh. I mean, since like these two are her new co-pilots in this adventure, <laughs> I guess uh, she'll probably just say, uh, "Hey, listen, guys." Um, Marissa and Sharon, uh, they are dangerous. They did kill people in my last mission. Oh. Do not hesitate to pull a bullet in their head. What did they do? How dangerous are they? Uh, the only way I can describe it, sir, is some sort of witchcraft. Oh, so when she says witchcraft, I, like, close the folder and put it down. <laughs> can you ex- What do you mean witchcraft? No way. Are you serious? Do I stutter? You didn't. T- tell me. You tell me what you see. No, I mean, <laughs> focus. Tell me. What uh, do you mean? Well, my um, my uh, in a different cell, we were investigating a certain group of women who claimed to be in a book club. And one night, they uh-huh. invited me, but my teammate wouldn't let me go alone, so he came with me. And then. Uh, Things got rough, and they started. One of them started chanting something, and uh, it seemed uh-huh. like all of the liquid inside my teammate's body evaporated into thin air, and uh, he died instantly. Well, if you give me sanity checks, <laughs> do I have to too? Because no. I lived it. No, you lived it. You're good. <laughs> what am I at? Sorry. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a. I thought that was a six. Thought I got an 86. Oh, damn. <laughs> no, it's an 89 over uh, 49. Okay. I rolled a one. Uh, ot one? Just, just one. Okay. That's your. That's like a critical success, so you're good. You yeah. take nothing. Woo. Tyler, you take one point of sanity damage. Gotcha. Nothing crazy. I'm just like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, that Wow. Um, <laughs> you kind of see his Dang. eyes, like, as his eyes just kind of, like, glaze over for a second. Yeah, He's I've like, seen shit. Ah, okay. Now this makes sense why I invited me. <laughs> All right, excellent. I might ask you a little more about Marissa. Yeah. Thank I've you. Got all I kind of go back to, like, just perusing anything else. Quick surface yeah. details. So what is your guys' plan from this point? Do you guys want to go to Ellensburg? Do you want to go check out the green well, box? Uh, Destroy Sorry, the laptop. Shores. 
If you want to destroy the laptop, you can. I'm going to destroy the laptop. You throw it out in the water. I throw it in the water. <laughs> and I go, hey, that's littering. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love Drano. <laughs> <laughs> Though if she could throw it in there and shoot it. No! <laughs> I'm going I'm going to go get it. <laughs> I walk out there and get even more wet. Walk into the sea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you could like pour water in the faucet and the faucets or whatever on it. So oh, yeah, that's um, so funny. Yeah, so I guess yeah. What is your guys's? Do you guys want to go check out the green box? Uh, it seems do you guys want to go hit up Ocean Shores. What are you thinking? Green box first, definitely. Yeah, I mean, might as well. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we see you guys head to this, uh, you know, this location, the store more. Oh, store. Oh, sorry. Not Stormer, that was the other one. Hoquium. The Hoquium Storage Depot. And you guys are looking for number 348, which is on the third floor, uh, the 48th one. It's a big... There's a lot of people who need storage over here, because sure. a lot of people lost a lot of things. So it's Hoquium Storage? Uh, storage Depot. Depot. So as you guys... You guys are kind of on the, um, the western side of, uh, Ab- like, Aberdeen and Hoquiam are kind of the same, like, yeah. there's a clear division line. You guys cross back over and cross, like, a large bridge, and on the other side is where the storage unit is. You're a little bit further south than you were, essentially. Got it. Um, you pull in, they give you a key, car- a key code, all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> you get up to the storage unit, throw it open, and there is uh, quite a lot of stuff in here. As you guys are digging through, we'll say this probably takes you guys like half an hour to kind of get everything situated, and then whatever you guys want to do based off that, we'll go mm-hmm. into. Uh, you find a complete, almost complete collection of Region 2 Doctor Who DVDs. Right on. You find... That's interesting. A rusted trench knife that is stamped US 1918, and the name Laura is scratched into the opposite side of the handle. Said US nineteen eighteen. Yes. And those were what? Like knives? Uh, a rusted trench knife. There's some sort of a uh, a reel and a f- set of film. Some sort of film reel. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a um leatherette case. That looks to have a note taped on it that says, Don't you fucking touch this. <laughs> Interesting. It's just blank leather. Just, there's a leather case. If you, yeah, um, sorry, if you open it up, there is a 2.2 pound gold bar in it. And on the gold bar is a note that says, Don't you fucking touch this. Oh, attached to the bar. Yeah. Someone has been playing with the green box generator. You know it. Mm hmm. <laughs> uh, there is roughly two a uh, a old carved oak box that looks like it's got um, some sort of like manuscript pages that are written in there. Um, that yeah, you have to sit down and read more to kind of figure out what they're about. There is a paperback book, the Complete Idiot's Guide to Auto Repair. I f- just grabbed that and flicked through it. Is that what it looks yeah, like? In- okay. Yeah. A paper bag containing a CZ-75 9mm pistol with two extra magazines. I want to pocket that. Okay. Is it CZ-95? Or CZ-75? Yeah. Say that again. 
uh, CZ759 millimeter pistol. And with two extra magazines? Yeah. Uh, there is some sort of book written in Danish. Uh, if you flip through, it's got like pictures of sea monsters. Ooh, how big is that? Oh, it's pretty big. You have to, I mean, I don't know if you read Danish, so that's going to be a big thing. Uh, we just watched an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine with uh, Swedish agents, and they're like, we do not speak Danish. That is a garbage language for garbage people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is a green soapstone that's carved in the shape of a seven-pointed star. And, uh, like, you're looking at it, and it looks like it's, like, almost frozen solid. Hmm. I mean, are you guys are ready for the next parts? Yeah. Uh, there is a uh, J.C. Higgins Model 20 12-gauge pump-action shotgun. Any rounds for that? Uh, no. It's Aberdeen. I'm sure we can get some. Yeah. Uh, there is a checkered dishcloth. Uh, do you, if you open it up. Oh, it's wrapped in something? Yeah, there's something yes, inside I will of it. open it. You open it up, and there is a human hand that is carved from polished ebony wood. Ooh. Is there any engraving on it? No, there's not. Um, and then there's a audio cassette tape, an unlabeled audio cassette tape just sitting there. That's what you guys find. Okay. Anybody have a tape player? Would Acid Reflexes Jeep have a tape player? Uh, it's pretty old. What do you think? Would it, Cody? I honestly think it would. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Agnes is like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I got one. Uh, yeah, I also I'd... want to take this film reel with us, uh, see if we can find a way to project it somewhere. Get there's some... a there's one in there. There's a there's a projector. Oh, there in. is. Yeah. yeah, I want to watch that. Huh, yes. Okay. Quick question. I'm not really was... sure what any of this I can, mm. we can do with. I am taking this, and I take the pistol. Not a very good shot, but I don't have one, so. You didn't bring a weapon to a I'm mission? I'm not a... You've done this before, you said. I'm more of a researcher. How have you survived? When he kind of like picks his cane up and like shakes his leg out. Not well sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> How did the... Well, sorry, what was carved in the shape of a seven-point star? Uh, uh, it's soapstone. Green soapstone. Uh... I'm going to say don't touch the hand, by the way. I mean, I definitely picked it up to look at it and put it back down. Do you have a botany or biology? Um, well, no. Okay. Uh, all of my sciences are um, anthropology, archaeology. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, nothing, nothing nope. nature. Would I, would, I, would I take a look at that? Would I? Because I have biology. Uh, yeah, give me a roll. All right. Drano coming in handy. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Kind of dark. Let me figure it out here. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. Uh, well, it says 10 and, well, was that 100? <laughs> no, 100 is all zeros. Ah, thank you. Okay, it's a 10 then. Okay, under or over? Oh, yeah, it's under, yeah. Okay, awesome. You are looking at this along with Agent Essex, and you realize that this isn't carved of wood. This is a real severed human hand that was turned into wood. What? And I need you to give me a sanity check. <laughs> I don't know if you tell anybody this, but 
If you tell uh, Essex that, then he's got to make a sanity check as well. I would report this. Okay. I'd be like, oh, okay. Bullshit. Uh, so I report that. Right. I'm assuming I have to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just to let everyone know, I'm two points away from a breaking point. I love it. And you're about to break. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I failed. Okay, lose one sanity. All right. I don't know how Damn I keep it. passing these. 1,858. All right, you're good. 59. Under? O- over. Oh, yeah, you lose one sanity, too. I do. There we go. <laughs> Two points down, and we just started. So, as you guys, I think we're going to cut away from you guys kind of digging through all of this. Mm -hmm. And if you guys want to grab Jake and bring him in. Jake. Chris. We see... The morning of November 11th come. Uh, what is your officer... What's his morning routine when he wakes up? Does he make some coffee? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He wakes up, he takes a giant poop. As, so. as, as yeah, most people do. And then he makes... Uh, uh, like, one of the 40-ounce Stanley cups of... Just black coffee. Okay. Just black? Yeah, just black coffee. Does he make anything for his wife or? Um, no, she's already awake. Okay. Yeah. She's already awake and um, she is taking care of the baby. Nice. What time does your officer wake up in the morning? Like, what's his average rising time? He wakes up 4 a.m. sharp every day. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, because <laughs> if she's already awake. Um, I mean, the kid could have woken up, right? Yeah. Sex for her. No. Um,. <laughs> I would say get to be a woman. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> I did plenty of time helping my wife with the kids. <laughs> I would say they both get up at about six. Okay, um, and then he obviously also helps take care of the baby. Right, I would yeah. assume so. He's you know, he's it's his yeah, baby. He's not a terrible person. He's just not a great guy. Right. Yeah. Uh, so for those who didn't listen to your inter- er, your episode, if they wanted to skip that for some dumb reason, You're welcome. What is your new character's name? Officer DiPietro. Okay. Carmine DiPietro. So we see um, we see him get up, do his normal morning routine. Does, is he like an avid shaver? Well, no, he has a big mustache. He has to shave everything except for his giant mustache, which he's allowed to have. Okay. Yeah. I, I like it. Um, yeah. So he... <laughs> I can love that he has a giant mustache. Uh, it's a Monday... Uh, I don't know if he has a case of the Mondays as he's kind of dragging his feet along. And so... I feel like he has, like... Um, perpetual Monday? No, I feel like he has, like, Thursday, Sunday off. Okay. You know what I mean? Gotcha. It's, like, not a not a great schedule. So Okay, yeah, it's yeah. like... He definitely does not have the weekends off. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, I, I could see that. Like, Saturdays would probably be the rowdiest yeah. time around there. And he's, like, the new guy. Yeah. You know, he's only been there for about a year or so, so he doesn't have, like, the best shift. He doesn't have a lot of seniority right. in the... They're in busting the his balls. They're department. getting him, get him into it. Yeah. And, yeah, you gotta. You probably, I would imagine, should get acquainted with, like, the rowdier shifts right. before you take on just, like, a, a normal... And so we decided... You decided he works for the sheriff's department. Correct? Right. Yeah. 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 
the Grays Harbor or Grays County. Yeah, Grays County. Yeah. So okay, Grays awesome. Um, so you're going about your day. Um, now you go into your office. You get there maybe like seven, seven thirty. Yeah. Um, I don't know how far away you guys live from it. Oh well. I mean, would it work if he had the night shift? Uh, I mean, there's always probably going to be a place that's open. Let's give him the day shift. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Seven thirty works just okay. Fine. I would. Yeah. I'll, I should let you make that decision. I apologize. No, I, I won't take the agency away from your character. I don't fucking know because I don't know how it's going to work with. Oh, you know. You know. Don't worry about that. Just worry, worry about, about those jabronis. Yeah. All those right. jabronis will get there when they All get right. there. Okay. Okay. So you are there. You're working. Um, maybe finish up some paperwork from the day. You know, like the last shift you had. Yeah. Coming off of your Sunday, you know, making. Is he a like? idle chit-chat kind of guy? Like, when he comes in, does he talk with his co-workers? Does he, like, go to his desk and, like, morning, and go sit down? Yeah, I don't even know if he says good morning. People probably don't like him. Okay. And it's not even like, oh, what a terrible guy. Like, I fucking wish I didn't work with him. It's just like, a, well, he doesn't, he hasn't really spoken with me, so I'm not gonna go take the time to speak with him. Gotcha. He just really doesn't, he's from New York, so he's, like, so used to being, like, I'm just one stick in the bunch. Right. Yeah. Over versus here, where, like, I mean, the Grays Harbor County Sheriff's Department's probably... 20 fucking people? That's, like, at the most. Right. So they're all like, man, this guy's definitely rough around the edges. I'm but, sure they're still, like, trying to talk with you. Like, one of them probably... Well, like, like, a guy named Dave comes up and is like, hey, how was the weekend? Did you do anything with, uh, anything good with the day off? No, Dave. Every Monday we go over this. I only get one day off. I do appreciate you asking me, but I like to relax. It's like, I right, just try to make some bottle chit chat. That's all, but I gotta let you get back to your work. Yep. You seem to just walk away. It's like, ah, just, I don't know. I'm just trying to be nice, but like, well, uh, sorry, oh, yeah. Dave. <laughs> and so I think we see you, you know, it's maybe midday. Um, gray sky is outside. It's starting to like a light rain coming down. Uh, and you get called into the captain's office. Who also happens to be your father-in-law, I believe, is what you had established. Or he, your father-in-law just works for the department. What do you want to go with? I was going to say works for the department, but um, Captain works, too. Okay. Yeah. So he calls you over. Uh, I think he, he like has to stop himself for saying, like, do you think he calls you son? Is he, like, has he tried to get that chummy with him? Or is he, I guess we, we never discussed that family dynamic. Is he happy that his daughter married you? No. I don't I don't think so. Okay. Because he I don't think he has been quiet about I don't think um Carmine has been quiet about his um lack of excitement for the move. Gotcha. And then her dad is like, Well listen, buddy, this is my pregnant daughter, so you're gonna have to be excited. Right. Uh, no, very, very valid. Yeah. Okay. So we just see him kinda of pop up, he's like, Carmine My office now. Shit. And then he trudges into his office. Okay. Uh, we'll say he's sitting behind the desk. He is, um, say like he's in his like early 70s. Uh, maybe he has his daughter late. Because Carmine's like, what, 20s, right? Uh, no, I was going to go with like early to mid 30s. Okay, maybe cool. Like so I think 70 would be, uh, yeah. yeah. So he's, uh, the fine. We'll say he's like 67 to be that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say he's probably like a, he at once was a bigger guy, but kind of mm-hmm. lost it. So he's got a gut <clears throat> goatee that's white and peppered, completely bald head. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the type. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, yeah. so he's just kind of looking at you. 
Um, I for I want to make him chew, so I'm gonna say he like pulls out a big wad of chew and puts it in his lip, and grabs a cup and is like spitting into it. Uh, yes, Jerome. What did I do today? <laughs> <laughs> nice. I can write that down so I don't forget his name. What did I do today, Jer- Captain? I apologize. What, 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 I gotta figure out what was your wife's maiden name. What do you think? Let's go with Jerome. Jerome Leslie. Ooh, that's a good one. Let's Cap- say, I was gonna say Mitchell. Captain. <laughs> Jerome Mitchell Leslie. I love it. Uh, Captain Leslie. Kind of like... <laughs> Let me write that down. Okay. Uh, so he's just like... <clears throat> yeah, uh, look, we got to... Uh, I got to send you out to Ocean Shores today. They found a body earlier this morning on the beach. I need you to head out and investigate and see what's going on. Local apartment doesn't really have a whole lot on there. Uh, uh, what, what's the best way to put this? I don't really know how to deal with murders very well, mm. so we're going to send you out there. Be kind of uh, oversight, help them out if they need anything. Probably take point, I'm assuming. Probably be the easiest thing, since, let's be real, they don't really know what they're... They got their heads up their asses out there as much oh, as yeah. any other little shit-home towns around here. Yeah, it must be tough when there's three of them. <laughs> he just kind of laughs at that. It's like, uh, I told him you'd be there within, you know, hour and a half. Said you got some other work you had to do, so... Just make sure you get there by then. He's like, you're going to be checking in with an officer. And he kind of like pulls his paper away to read it. He's like, Officer Watson called it in. Didn't get a first name. You can ask him if you want or not. I don't really care. You are, uh, you know, that's up to you. Um, and so, yeah, <clears throat> he gives you the directions. Like, it's on the West Beach. Do you think your character's been to Ocean Shore since he's got here? He's probably visited yeah. once or twice. Like, just go to the ocean, but that's about it. Yeah, he's like, when you get into the town, uh, just go straight instead of taking a left into the town, go to the beach, and it's in the dunes right there. So. Roger that. What do they think, this body washed up from the ocean? He's like, too far back in the dunes to watch up, wash up. They, uh, I don't know, they said something. They can't find any, you know, Marks. They they think it looks like it's been strangled, but they don't find any any contusion marks or anything like that. So that's why they're calling us out. Probably just not doing it right. I'll go. <laughs> I'll go check it out. All right. So we uh, we kind of cut away from there. We see him driving out to ocean shores. What's he do on his drives? He does he listen to music? Does he like listen to podcasts? Does he just like listen to silence? What is his thing? It's a mixture between when he's alone. Yeah. He listens to ABBA and nice. other um, like Eurovision bands. Okay. When he has people in the car, it's either sports radio um, or silence. Okay. Yeah. And then sometimes when he's alone in the car, um, he also listens to like motivational, like self-help books. Okay. Yeah. Does anybody know about the ABBA or is that just like his thing? Like does his wife know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. His wife knows, but he doesn't like to talk about it because she laughs at him. Gotcha. Yeah. Does it make him angry? It, not and, like you know, like I'm gonna beat her yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> like, Listen, it embarrasses him, <laughs> okay. which he doesn't like. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be clear that I'm not trying to say your guy's a wife beater. <laughs> He's a terrible guy. His wife pisses him off. He hates his whole life. So that's not it. Uh, so we see you pull into uh, Ocean Shores. So when you're driving from El- from from Ocean Shores, when you're driving to Aberdeen, from you, know, you leave Aberdeen. You go through these kind of winding, uh, wooded drive, yeah. but you take this left to go down to the ocean shores. You pass a casino, 
You take a big bend, you go past the high school and their middle school all in one, and eventually, if you eventually take a left, you go into the downtown of Ellen, or of Ocean Shores. I'm going to keep saying Ellensburg, because that's what I'm used to saying. But you go straight. Uh, you go past a couple hotel rooms, and eventually you hit the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, I would assume out here their cruisers they give you are probably four-wheel drive. I would Makes assume. Sense. You know, yeah. There's a lot of dunes and beaches and wooded areas. Yeah. So uh, You come pulling up. You see there's obviously there's a little bit of a crowd. There's uh, one officer there. They've got a little bit of tape uh, kind of cordoned around in the dunes area there. He's kind of waving you over when you arrive. Um, and you get out. He kind of is looking at you. Uh, and he's just like, uh, it's like, Sheriff. Uh, he, he, what's your character's like? I gotta remember your character. Di Pietro. I'm gonna fuck your name up. Then I was That's gonna fine. give him a reason to fuck it up. That's fine. That's understandable. Uh, but he's just like, uh, he's like, Sheriff Di Pietro? Is that you? Are uh, you Sheriff Witless? What? He's like, Officer Watson. Watson, um, that's right. Ben, oh, it's ben Watson. DiPietro. DiPietro. All right. DiPietro. Appreciate that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's looking at it on paper. It was kind of tough. I, I'm sure I wrote it down wrong, too. I apologize. I'm sure you did. Yeah, it's okay. How can I help? He's like, oh, yeah, we got a body over here. I was just wondering if you could uh, come take a look at it with us. We're not super equipped for this thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, offered, you know, they told us to call you guys in, so. Uh, yeah, and he puts his sunglasses on, and it's like the CSI. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> It is a uh, gray, overcast day in Ocean Shores. Like I said, there's still a light rain. The rain, as you got to Ocean Shores, the rain has picked up pretty steadily. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming maybe you have like a poncho, or maybe it doesn't give a shit about it. I don't know. You're like a windbreaker or something? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And like I said, there's maybe two or three people kind of standing around, not a whole ton because it's raining, and I think mm-hmm. the cops have basically told them, like, no, yeah. fuck off, fuck get out of here. Get, yeah, get lost. Um, so you enter into this crime scene. You are see in the sand. There's like several footprints, um, some leading up to the body, uh, some going away. Both of those treads look very similar. Mm-hmm. There is obviously the footprints that you assume are from the officer walking around the body. Um, so I think your character will probably would decipher like the ones going up to it were whoever discovered it and they ran away. Then you see these and makes then, sense. Um, yours. And I mean, yeah. it's up in the dune, so the, the sand here is a little bit softer. Sure. The rain is obviously making it a little bit more compact, but it's still still there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you pull away this sheet and you look at this body. Uh, and you see a what once was a blonde woman staring up at you. She's clothed. She's not naked. Um, she's got... Uh, a kind of a loose or a sweatshirt on that I believe we said was uh, had a logo of a lo- local pub on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she has blonde hair that's kind of stringy running down her face. But her entire body is like emaciated and like like dried out Whoa. almost like uh, like someone like was making jerky out of this person, yeah. if that makes sense. What the fuck happened here? Uh, he's like, yeah, that's why, uh, that's why I wanted to call you and get you out here. Uh, I've never Yuck. seen anything like that. Um, I couldn't really find any any contusion marks for like strangulation or anything like that. Um, I, yeah, I just, I, I don't know a whole lot. Uh, he's like, kind of points over to a woman. Kind of stands like, uh, that woman over there. Uh, she f- she's the one that discovered the body and called nine one one. If you want to talk with her, um, 
But yeah, just if you got anything you want to check out here, feel free. And then once you're done, I'm going to call the coroner out here. We'll get it loaded up and we're going to just take it in and obviously do the autopsy and all that. See if we can find anything there. Did she have a wallet? He's like, not that I can find, no. No she ID? No ID that we could see. We're okay. probably going to do fingerprints or teeth is what I'm guessing. Okay. And then he's going to go approach the woman who found the body. Cool. You walk over. Um, she looks to be like in her like early 80s, mm-hmm. little frail, tiny woman. Um, she says her name is uh, Esther Blake. And she kind of reaches out to shake your hand. Uh, and she's like, I, I was out walking my dog, Puddles. You see, there's a little kind of a uh, Karen Terrier mm-hmm, next to her. Mm-hmm, She's mm-hmm. like, we were, we were walking through the dunes, and I I saw the I saw the woman's. Well, I could really see her foot sticking out of the sand. It looks like some sand had blown on top of her. And then when I you know, got to the foot and saw that it was kind of blue as it was, I ran and called the police and got them over here as quickly as I could. Mm, and what time was this? And he has like a little notebook uh, and a pencil. She's like, I was about six a.m. this morning. Six a.m. Okay. And you called the police immediately? Yes, after? yes, I did. And she's like, holds out her phone, and you see it's like 6.02 she called. Mm. Like, Okay, and you didn't uh, approach the body? You got close enough to see that it was a body and you ran away? He's like, yeah, I, I got uh, I got, uh, I got, got pretty close to it to see exactly. I don't have the best eyesight, but yeah, I, mm. once I kind of noticed the foot and the color, I called. Mm. Then can I do a human just yeah, to absolutely. make sure? Or what's your human score? You have a high one? It is 50. Uh, yeah, give me a roll. Oh, 40 under 50. Perfect. Yep, yeah, she's telling the truth. Uh, you even notice that, like, the style of shoes she has matches the prints that you saw going up to the body. Okay, ma'am. Uh, would you mind just writing down your contact information for me just in case we have any other questions that arise? Yep, and she like, give her a pen. She writes it, you know, gives it to you. Perfect. Um, and then she's like, is there anything else that you need from me? No, ma'am. Have a great day. And she kind of like you know, waddles off down back towards the uh, down back towards her car. Sayonara. <laughs> what, uh, what do you do now? I'm going to go examine the body. Okay. I'm going to do a forensic roll. Cool. Um, What's your score? Another 50. Okay. Uh, give me a roll. I'll give you a base level for the 50, but if you get a crit or more, I'll give you more kind of thing. 38 under 50. Nice. Okay. Well, I'll give you a couple of pieces. Um, so where do you investigate first? What are you looking at? Or what are you looking for Like you're, like as you're digging through it? Like you go like head, chest, any of that stuff first? Yeah, I think I'll start at the top of the head and just work my way down. Okay. Yeah. You start to go through, uh, and as you are... Oh, I'll let you get your... Probably need to get your book lit out first. Sorry. No, you're good. Probably the respectful thing to do is give you time to take notes as I start laying shit out for you. I should have been prepped. No. Okay. I'm good to go. You ready? Okay. So you start at her head. You start working her way down. Uh, her eyes are open. There is a look of shock on her eyes, and they've already started to kind of go milky from the, the I don't know, the decomposition or whatever. Uh, there's sand also over them, so you assume that she was dropped off here with her eyes open, uh, and the sand's blown over her eyes. Okay. 
Um, as you look in her mouth, you see that, yeah, she's like scream. It looks like she has like a scream on her face. Her tongue is a little bit swollen off to the side. Mm, okay. Uh, and you notice that there is a weird, like, almost uh, like sea foamy kind of material in her mouth, like right along like the edges of her, like almost underneath her tongue, like her tongue has kind of trapped it, and on the inner cheek, mm. there's this weird kind of like gray, sea foamy, um, I don't want to call it a liquid, but it's like almost like a foam. Okay. That's the way to do it. And then I'll get a swab sample of okay. that, and cool. then test that out later. Cool. Awesome. So you swab that, put it in a bag, uh, and then as you kind of work down, yeah, you look at her neck. Nothing. You don't see any anything's a strangulation or anything like that. No no bruise marks, no nothing. Fingernails? Anything under the fingernails? Oh uh, yeah, when you get to the fingernails, um, you start looking there. You see she has quite a bit of dirt. Um but you also see that there's potentially like specks of either blood, like dried blood, or like skin underneath her fingernails. As if she scratched somebody. I think you would kind of be the vibe that you get. So I'll obviously get whatever sample of the blood or skin that I can, and okay. I'm also going to get a sample of the dirt. Okay, cool. Yeah. Perfect. So you all grab right. those. Um, and then, you know, like I said, she's got her normal clothes on. You check all her stuff. You don't find anything for, like, ID, anything like that. Um, and when you get down to her feet, um, you can notice that it looks like she was at one point wearing socks, but they were taken off. Like, you can kind of see, like, the indentation of, like, a sock line. Interesting. So, so like, socks, you assume maybe socks and shoes, but they were taken off. So is she now barefoot? She is, yes. Okay, interesting. And then what does her hoodie say? Um, I can't remember what the pub was. Um, or it's, if I can just write down, like, name of pub. Yeah, that's, okay. I'll get it for you later. But it's a local, local brewery spot that you know of. It's like a local pub. Okay. Um, I don't think I would look for anything else. Well, I don't. Civilian Jake wouldn't look for anything else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you uh, turn to Officer Watson. Um, what do you tell him? Um. Yeah, I'll go ahead and get all this sent away, but this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. You ever seen anything like this? He's like, no, but kids I have. I yeah, really... It's above my pay grade. Yeah, it's kind of above mine too, but I don't really know who to send it up to. Has anybody else? Um, uh, do you, are there any um, local? I guess um, uh, I don't know, like a giant vampire bat that could suck out all your blood, or is there like a? Uh, could she maybe have gotten like stuck on a toilet when it flushed and then it sucked her soul out of her body or it's like I not I I'm not aware of any local myths like that. He's like, I you know, I'm my yeah, first bet was is... probably gonna go check out that pub and see if I can figure out if she worked there or was Same. it someone who went in there, but Yeah. In all my years I just never seen nothing like that. No, I'm with him, me too. I've only yeah. been doing this a little bit. So um, he kind of looks, he's like, I'll let Commander Douglas know that you came. He's the other guy in charge. Uh, let him know that you're here. 
and uh, he might reach out to you, for, you know, just to see if there's any follow up with the case that we can help out or whatnot. So, but I really appreciate you being here. It's a huge help. Yeah, I guess call me if uh, you need anything else, and then I guess he'll probably have like a card he can give him. Oh yeah, I would assume so. Yeah, same yeah. with the Esther. Same cool. With yeah, Esther, I'm assuming. Yeah. I yeah. kind of assumed you gave her a card, the yeah. right on the back of, and then you gave her a card as well. So yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, so, what's your plan now? You're gonna. What do you think you're gonna do? I guess go over to that pub. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I like it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's a good place to stop, and we'll see what you find there next. Oh. Time. Okay. Thank you.